What grown-up middle-aged adult doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of cool teens? Welcome to episode 28 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts as always, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Ma. Basketball. I didn't watch last night, but I do know what happened. Raptors. I could say the same thing. And also, what Kawhi Leonard has done. Uh, you'll we'll talk about this forever. Like in twenty years, you could be like, even if he leaves, um, people you could say, oh, remember the Kawhi year, and everyone will know exactly what you're talking about. It'll be like Joe Carter's home run. It is why just because the buzzer have? thing. The buzzer shot, but the, the whole performance through the whole playoffs, he's been as good as anyone in the history of basketball. It's and then the then the game ends, and he just like calmly walks off the court. <laughs> calmly like, walks off the court. See, see you guys later. Good game, everybody. I like that about him. Like, why should he have to do a song and dance show? He already performed. He That's doesn't right. have to do a song dance show. I just I would expect a human being to react to things that occur. You don't know he what's is. going on inside his heart and soul. <laughs> He doesn't even so he leaves guys hanging for high fives and fist bumps. They hold up their fists and he just walks by them like he is. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know anyone anything. He's dialed, he's I don't dialed even in. barely know what's happening in the game, but I support him. I'm supporting him too. I'm just asking questions. It's a fascinating thing to watch. You don't see it very often, especially in basketball. These guys high five after missed free throws for fuck's sakes. And this guy, he doesn't even high five his teammates when he's coming into the fucking game. Yeah. Well, maybe he believes that a high five is sacred. It only applies to really important things. Speaking of cameos, I did watch that Keanu. I'm changing the subject. That Keanu. Please, oh, uh, my God. You can't even call it a cameo. It's a role. I sure. couldn't believe how it's long like, it It's lasted. like 12 minutes long. It was sure. incredible. Yeah. I was I'll like, okay, that. but it's over now, right? Okay, it's over now, right? Wait, but now it must be over, right? It was never over. And I know. It was so good. It was electric i i don't know exactly I, he is one of the hardest people to describe if you were to describe to someone why who keanu reeves is who didn't know him and explain why he's good it would be very hard it would be, it would very, be hard. very hard it's yeah because really you can't say that there's just like a raw talent there like oh he's really honed his craft therefore he's good you can't right. say that you can't no, come enigmatic. close to saying that he's enigmatic Yes. What what is he? He just I don't the, know. The very fact that you can't describe him is his thing. I think he's you know? a transcendent figure. <laughs> yeah, as a figure, he has become a, a, a truly great star. He is a great star. He's yes. otherworldly. Yes. yes. Did you read that GQ profile recently? No. no. Yeah. Fantastic! What a delight. It's not a renaissance for Keanu because he never went anywhere, but he's having an upswing for sure. Yep, he's having a cult. Uh, there's a cult of personality around him now, almost. People are finally understanding what we've long understood that he yeah. is a monk like figure that needs to be studied. I do feel like my, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do feel like my admiration for him has been lifted also by this wave of uh, Keanu media. I didn't need it to be lifted. I'm a little bit annoyed. I felt like. 
protective of him, and I'm a little bit annoyed yeah. that he's becoming as big as he is for me. Oh, I see. Like, for my you've been at, needs. Yeah, you've been at the party the whole time. Yeah. You, you <laughs> prefer kind of how I feel the... about the Raptors right now. When I'm right. watching these American networks talk about the Raptors, it's like, yeah, same same thing. I get that. Right. You prefer an artisanal Keanu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a mass market Keanu. Exactly. Well, John Wick 3 stunned me. <laughs> it, it was it, that knife throwing scene that alone, was that alone that scene alone is i don't think i breathed the entire time and it was yeah. so long and i didn't even care that's the one yeah. good thing about x-men by the way it's not very long sweet Under fantastic <laughs> that's the uh that's the that's quote the that goes on the poster yeah. not very long <laughs> The good thing about it, no, you have to have the first part of the sentence. The good thing about it is, it's not very long. Long dash, under two. <laughs> Matt Herman. Sorry, guess... guys, I'm watching this Ma trailer. Sorry. I was just watching. I was just watching it too. Uh, I turned it off with like 30 seconds to go because I got the idea. This oh might... my god. This, my notes are. I have like a picture of the movie and the moments that were important the order might just have to free flow i am prepared but i don't feel like it's correct it's your That's podcast so much whatever happened. you say is correct is correct <laughs> yeah you define the truth i i can't believe how much happened in that trailer i felt like i watched three movies <laughs> really because i kind of felt like nothing happened really i thought no i was like okay teens teen world Teen drama relationships. Oh, okay. They meet Ma. Okay, they're having house parties at Ma's. Like that yeah. could be a movie right there. Nope. Okay. Now, now she's uh, sadistic, and now we're into the horror shit. Oh, now she also knows their parents. Oh, now we're introducing the parents. There was a lot going on. Shout out to Tracy who requested that we do Ma after she had spent a car ride listening to some of our uh, eps in the can. Shout Fantastic. out, shout Tracy. out. Tracy, uh, and a great love. a great call. It seems like a perfect get spoiled. Uh, it film. really does. It really does. Hey, Jeremy, were you going to see this movie? No, no, I was. I wasn't, uh, hmm. and um, I never will. No. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was one of the better films in our that we've done filmography. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Uh, I do really like Octavia Spencer, and it looks like she's. It might. Could I describe her performance as major? You, it appears yes. to be you can. pretty major. Yeah. She goes um, for it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we should just like get Ma over with because then we can talk about other stuff if there's time. Like what? I don't That's know. A great Our idea. Lives? Like what? We have cool. lives. Cool. <laughs> cool. Not yeah, for let's the chat recording. about our lives. <laughs> Not for the recording. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. No, I think people want to hear that. I think people <laughs> really want to hear that. Hey, guys, we're just three friends, and we are rapping about our lives. Join us. Hey, guys. Don't forget I'm, to like and subscribe. Um, I'm just thinking about eighth grade now. Gucci. I think I said farewell to everybody I knew with the, the word Gucci for about a week. And then, Gucci. It, wow. and then it got old. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Mel loved it. She was pretty tolerant. <laughs> She, she was laughing for maybe like three days before she stopped laughing. That's pretty good. That's like when I yeah. still do was up and sometimes I get a laugh. <laughs> you do do was up. 
do. Yeah, you'll come in strong with a what's up. And it, there's a moment where it's like, are you kidding me? And then you're like, actually, the nerve of that. Then you really ask yourself, what is up? <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking no? into the air. I want to know what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. The difference is that you want that you're actually asking. You know, it's not yeah. just a not just a grunt, <laughs> not just a sustained grunt where saliva potentially flies. <laughs> In the early 2000s, they did it on the office. And at that time, the joke was that these guys are so lame and out of touch that they're still yeah. saying, what's up? That's right. And now in 2019, you, you are still doing it. <laughs> it's not that you're doing it again. No, I never it's stopped. That never stopped. Never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I... the only way it's okay. It's like, you can't bring it back. But if you never stopped, then it's like grandfathered in. Juliette Lewis is in this movie, and she has a kid. Like okay. Ma now. In this movie, you mean the movie Ma. Yeah, I'm just going for it. I'm just, I'm just tapping in. Uh, and the daughter's name is Maggie. She is our heroine. They move back to Juliette Lewis's hometown in small town Ohio because she's been dumped by her ex-husband, Maggie's father. Where were they before? No, I don't think they really said. Oh, no, she tried to go to California, didn't make it, came, but that doesn't really have bearing on the rest of it. So they're in, um, in Ohio now. Yeah. Okay. Small town. Small town. Small town. Yeah, but we're Comma. Juliette Lewis's hometown. Comma two. Yep. <laughs> First day of school for Maggie, she meets a young student who's in a motorized wheelchair, and it's like lost its juice, and she helps the student go off the hill, and that is to show us that Maggie is nice. Yeah, that's the do they do they make system. friends? Um. Oh, God, no. Kind of, but not that, no. That no. Nice. Yeah, no, she makes a different crowd, led by Haley, a uh, bit of a bad girl, and three of Haley's friends, Chaz, Daryl, and Andy. Mm. Chaz sounds, sounds like hip trouble. names. <laughs> yeah. We've all known a Chaz or two. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I think, Maggie, I think Maggie might need to watch out for Chaz, because she's so nice and all. <laughs> Maybe she's already got her eye on him, though. Yeah. Uh, it seems like Chaz and Haley might have a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Andy is the one that catches her eye. Well, we all uh, know that Sam is immediately dialed into the um, <laughs> love dynamics of this group of teens. Yeah, and even, you know from the tra- even from the trailer, I was kind of surprised at how much time even the trailer invested in the teen world. And I thought, Sam's really going to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> Haley says, I was a new girl last year, <laughs> so I'm going to like bring you into our fold. Do you want to go to a party with us this weekend? And Maggie says, uh, I would, but I have plans with my mom, Juliette Lewis, to see a concert. And they're like, oh, have fun with your mom. But then, the day of the party, which is a weekend day, Juliette bails on her due to a double shift at her new job at the casino that they have yeah. in local small town Ohio. And she appeared to be a server at the casino. I saw from the trailer. Yes, she's not. She's not a dealer. Ohio has casinos. Oh God, yeah, I've gambled there. Really? All right. So Juliet Lewis, server at casino. Yeah. Is she happy about this job? Is or is this like she took this job because she needed something? The latter. Yeah, thought so. 
That's too bad. Maybe she'll come to like it if she dedicates herself and she, learns the business. She actually does. She goes on the seminar. That'll come later. Um, Lovely. <laughs> this is awesome. Is it about wine tasting? No, it's like a croupier seminar. Oh, she's going to be a croupier. Yeah, where she wants to work I, up to the dealer level. I think that's a, one of the last honorable professions. Good for her. <laughs> What's the female croupier? Would it be croupiers? Mm. Uh... Croupiers. That sounds good. <laughs> like masseuse and masseur? Yeah. I hope we get away from that. Uh, I feel like I it could just be a unisex term. Just leave it, it as be, is. Croupier, croupier. You know which one that really, really gets me? And I, I don't, I'm not even sure if I had ever heard this until moving to Europe, maybe. But DJing? Oh. What's that? It's a female DJ. That's not okay. Oh, good God. Yeah. I didn't even jo- understand it. DJing. There's no need for that. Jockey isn't gender. I, I, I don't care what the logic is behind it. It's horrendous for every possible reason. Uh, okay, so... Were we talking about a movie? Yeah, yeah I had so to refer back she, to my notes. Okay, so what she... So <laughs> she goes to a casino seminar? No, that's no, that later. That Hang on, later. wait. Okay, so, Who's mom? But she, she has her double, double shift and isn't going to the concert, so Maggie calls Haley and asks if she can join at the party after all. They these four come to pick her up in their van, their like party van. And they say the party that we were meant to go to got canceled because so-and-so's parents are lame and we had to, they had to bail on it. So we're just going to drive around and get drunk. Sound cool. And she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so they, classic. Yeah. Classic move, yeah, totally. Yeah. So they wait at a convenience store trying to get people to buy booze for them. They have a little list on paper and they keep taking turns asking different patrons. They keep getting turned down. Finally, Maggie takes a turn, and she's really hesitant and tremulous to do it. Not very aggressive with her requests. Octavia Spencer comes out wearing her veterinary scrub outfit. And at first, she's telling Maggie off, like, I'm not going to do that for you. Don't ask me that. It's not going to happen. And then Andy, who's the driver, and owner of the van slash Maggie's flirtatious person. Yeah. He gets out and tries to calm Octavia down. And then she notices the logo on the van is for a security company with his last name, like Hawkins, Hawkins, something like that. And she's like, Oh wait, are you Ben's son? He's like, yeah, I am. This is his van. And she's like, okay, I'll just do it this one time. Cause she knows the dad. She we knows presume. the dad, but yeah. but before that, he you said he got out of the van to try to like calm her down. So she was getting like riled up that she yeah. would even be asked that yeah. by a group of kids. Yeah, she was like, "How dare you, kids?" Yeah, so, and uh, okay. she's in bed. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just my one question: when you said a lot of things went on in that trailer, I think this kind of relates to that, um, because it feels like maybe up until now, this just feels like a straight up teen romp of a film and then it just changes at some point yeah but this is really near the start i know i'm just asking is this where we're at at, like at this point in the film just feels like a wacky teen adventure yeah all right yeah Uh, i like that i like like she feels like a little bit weird but not scary all right 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 and there's a lot of weird people in uh, wacky teen adventures yeah she said, you said she's in 
vet scrubs is she is there a vet's office nearby yeah there, so that's her job which we see later and often but she is the groomer of the vet and the vet is Allison Janney lovely so she's more in an admin role and Allison Janney is a ball buster boss who um, treats her badly and makes fun of her we'll come back to that okay okay what a world so <laughs> she what kind of booze do they get um, they give her a list, a real mixed bag, beers, liquors. So they start yeah. driving away and then she raps on the window. And so that's when it gets like a little bit of a first jump. They roll down the window. And she's like, here's your change. Uh-huh. Wow. She's full service. Full service. Later, she's at home and she starts lurking them all on Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, she's able to click for one to the next and really dive deep. Um, including their parents' pictures on the profiles and the dad's company, website, etc. Okay, so she's doing some real creeping. Yeah, some real deep diving. I really related. Um, then, <laughs> <laughs> then the kids go drinking at the local rock quarry, which is like the hangout spot, and Octavia anonymously, anonymously calls Ben, the dad, who I believe played the main Hobbit in Hobbit? Uh, Luke Evans? Yeah, he's the dad. No, he played Bard the Bowman, uh, a man of Lake Town. That's, that's it. That's the one. I knew he was or in nobody it. Nobody cares. Or Eskaroff. <laughs> Jeremy uh, cares. Nobody cares, about that. nobody cares about those movies. Uh, he's also, he's also <laughs> one of, he's Jason Statham's evil brother in the Fast and the Furious movies. He was oh, a that's Fast right, and Furious that's star. Right. That he's a Shaw. Important to me. Or is he a Hob? He's a Shaw. He's a fucking Shaw, Samantha. Yeah. yeah. Show some respect. I mean, I felt respect for him. I just didn't know why. You called him mm. a Hobbit. Unbelievable. I know. Yeah. That's my mistake. He's going to be hearing about this, or at least his people are. <laughs> no, because I'm cutting this shame out of the episode. Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's in the show is in the show, Sam. <laughs> so she anonymously calls the Bard, the Shaw, the what have you to rat on the kids and so later a cop comes by and says i was your dad phoned and said i should come and check on you and see what's going on over here but i hate your dad because we went to high school together so i'm gonna come back in 10 minutes and you better clear out so he gives him a pass they're at the quarry yeah gives him a pass because he hates the dad yeah so the chain of events is octavia anonymously calls ben the dad who then calls his cop buddy to go check it out but the uh-huh. cop buddy actually always resented the dad from their high school days. This dad, um, his name really carries weight. First, uh, Octavia Spencer wasn't going to buy these kids booze, sees this man's name on a van and is like, I know your dad. I'll buy you booze, which is odd. And now this guy's <laughs> like, I know your dad and I hate your dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy's carved himself quite a, quite a path through this small town, it seems. Yeah, he's a real power figure in no-name town, Ohio. <laughs> Pulls a lot of water in this town. <laughs> Your name don't pull shit, Lebowski. Well, in any case, uh, they don't get in trouble, oh. but their hangout spot is compromised. Yeah. Yeah, they need to find a new quarry or perhaps a ravine. Yeah, or her basement. So I think it's significant that, that, that the father is uh, in security and the yes. cop dislikes the security guy. I feel like maybe... Yeah, you know, cops moonlight as security guards. There's something going on there. 
I it's mean, about money. again, you're giving a lot of depth to something that doesn't really play out, but I'm sure that's in play in the subtext of the film. Thank you. Uh, okay, at the day job, at the vet place, as I said, Allison Janney is a power boss, and she's always yelling at her. She's always on Octavia's always on her phone and getting distracted and looking up her Instagrams and whatnot, and like not so she's being a, a dedicated. Yeah, but so she's a bad employee. But Allison Janney is a mean boss, so that's their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Is she a bad employee, but a good groomer. I guess she's a good groomer. I feel like she would have some talent. Yeah. Her own hair could have used some work, but I I think it was supposed to look mousy. Oh, yeah, for sure. So at this point, we start a prolonged flashback that gets intercut back to throughout the film. And uh, (laughs) we see a young Octavia as a nerdy teen at the same school as where the kids, the modern kids, attend currently. And uh, it just starts off as her being a nerd and insecure and self-conscious and not riding with the cool kids, including a young Ben. Um, how, okay. How's the actor that or actress that they got to play young, young Octavia? She was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty unremarkable, but that doesn't mean it was bad. She did a decent job at playing nerd. Cool. Um, so we start to see this, uh, the second narrative and we'll come back to this yeah we'll come back to it periodically throughout the movie yeah okay uh okay yep so then she surprises the kids now we're in present day octavia surprises the kids by leaving a new stash like by their cars at school and then texting them like you can come by uh and so they follow her to her house and she lets them into the basement and it's pretty dumpy like normal underused storage type of basement Mm -hmm. and she's like well you can just hang out here you know it's private and i would feel really uncomfortable knowing that you're out on the road so it just gives me a lot of peace of mind that you're here and um i'm gonna check on you andy before you drive like she's playing it like it's from concern like she's the cool airzatz mama kind of figure yeah like if you're gonna cut loose do it in a safe environment that i can provide I'm a cool I can provide mom. and also buy you a booze and also text you. How did she? They, they, how did they get each other's numbers? Well, they do question that, and then they're like, "Haley, you give your number to everyone. You must have just given it to her, drunk." But did she though? No, she lurked the numbers. She lurked the numbers. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So Maggie's reluctant to go hang out in this stranger's basement, but she doesn't want to seem uncool because the other four are all for it. So she joins. Chaz criticizes the decor. It's like you could make this a pretty like cool spot if you wanted to. She's Fucking a little Chaz. bit yeah. She's a little bit offended, but and then Daryl <laughs> says like, "Who by the way is black? The other four are white." This does come up later. Um, Daryl asks. Yay, like, hey, Ma, do you have any snacks? And she's tickled by the nickname, and that's when she starts self-anointing as Ma. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. She really she likes saying that. It about her, she starts saying it about herself. Yeah. She's like, you, can, you guys are always welcome, but Ma's like, Ma's is the party spot. This is, yeah, wow. Did, and did she lives, like, convinced? out in the woods or something, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry Jeremy. Did did it? Did you buy it that the teen? Did you buy it that the teens would be okay with this? Like, 
I felt like Maggie felt like I would have been very resistant and reluctant, but probably would have gone only because where else, like there was no way to get home. You were just going to go because Chaz is gone. Admit it. <laughs> I'm That's an Andy right. man. God, how many times do I have to say it? But you love bad boys. No, I don't. But you love also bad love boys. nerds. Yeah. I'm yeah, you like bad kind of love. Kind of like nerds. No, I was a Brandon, not a Dylan. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. All right, that's crazy. I was a Dylan man. <laughs> I didn't dislike Dylan. Don't let no, me know. misunderstand or misrepresent. And, and I love Brandon, but you know, when it gets down to the nitty gritty, <laughs> I get it. Taken to bed, Brandon. You know, Dylan. Yeah, I get that. Now it would be like the dad. <laughs> Like if you're watching dad, Mr. Walsh. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're watching so it now for the first time. <laughs> he was just so uh, he was so stable. So stable. And, and I would have gone with I would have gone with Dylan's I'd go with D- Dylan's leathery roguish dad. <laughs> Those are your two top adjectives in a mate. Absolutely. You've been Leather- saying that for years. As long as they're leathery and roguish, I'm down. <laughs> I'm fucking down. Oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Walsh. But in answer to your question, you. yeah, like, it was a little bit weird they were going to go, but there was nowhere else for them in this dumpy town. So I, they were just happy to have any place to hang out. So I, I was able to accept it. And you can accept it way more um, because it's a woman. This yeah. was a man. There's just if this was Pa's house, there's just no way. Yeah, yeah. But, she's uh, very mild mannered. Like she's a yeah. vet. She's very sweet. Um, and all right. she says she's ostensibly is, harmless. Yeah, like you can hang out down here however you want. You just can't come upstairs. That's my private space. It's messy. You know, just please respect my boundaries. But down here, that's all for you. And at first, she just leaves them to it. Um, but then it becomes a go-to spot. And the next time they come back. She has implemented all of Chaz's design notes because she's so eager to please. And it's that's amazing. And it's still just the four of them. Five or five of them. Five of them. Yeah. And uh, what what uh, what are the design notes? What are we dealing? What do we got now? We got like a dartboard. We got a neon Every- beer sign. What are we doing? <laughs> like everything. Uh, I think he said she should get. I forget what game, but like a gaming, like a foosball or a ping, something like that. Couches. It's all just neatened up open space, more of a party floor, decluttered. Nice. Maybe and... like some black light posters. <laughs> it's just nicer. And like with a fridge and fully stocked and giving them snacks and everything. And the way they can come in and out is through like a like a separate like a entrance? Barn, like a horizontal door. The, like a hatch style. Flip up. Yep. Like a bunker style yep. door. Oh. Yep. That's and, uh, that's pretty sweet. I mean, honestly, if I was a small town kid, yeah, I'm, now I'm in. But on, <laughs> but but I would. I, so I would be down. But also, if we went there one time, me and my friends, and then the next, someone made that comment, and the next time we showed up, all of the suggestions were implemented. I would be terrified for my life and never go back. Probably. Yes. I would be like, I would just keep seeing how far this could go. I'd be like, you know, it'd be great. If there's like a pound of marijuana sitting on this table. <laughs> 
you're the Chaz. You're the Chaz yeah. of the group. <laughs> I'm the Chaz. Oh my god. Oh, you've become what you hate. Oh, I become. Oh my god. Wow. But Sam finds you strangely oh, alluring. Shit. Uh, I'm, wow. I'm Chaz. I'm Chaz. <laughs> Speaking of Chaz, they find a gun, like, hidden away in some of her stuff, and she, like, flips. She goes from mild-mannered and sweet to, like, hostile and scary, and she wields it on Chaz, forces him to strip down, and then once he's fully nude, and she's, like, salivating over his teen physique, then she starts laughing, and she's like, it's not even loaded! And they're all, like, weirded out, but they just think she's a little bit wacky, and they go along with it. And uh well, 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 time out, time out, time out. A few questions. Yep. What kind of what kind of gun? A handgun. Were they snooping? Was it in the basement? Was in the it, basement, well, yeah. They, they didn't trespass to find this gun. No. And what was so the like? Logic? They opened the mini fridge and it was sitting on top of the beer or something. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, kind of like sand. tucked away in debris. And what uh, what was the rationale for stripping nude? Uh, Just... As punishment to him. And as a, as a power move. So she picked it up and yelled, take it off. Yeah, yep. take lad. Yep. And the other ones are there what? and scared. Later, or separately, Ben, the dad, runs into Juliet Lewis at the casino, and he's there with his new lover, Mercedes, who also went to high school with them, but, now, but they are only newly together. Her name is Mercedes. Yeah. And she she's must have been the classy a, girl in town. No, she's a drunken boor, and she's really rude, and she takes the wrong drinks from Juliet Lewis and doesn't care and gets thrown out of the casino, and Ben is a little <laughs> bit apologetic and is like, nice seeing you, Juliet. We'll have to, like, catch up properly, and he follows Mercedes out. Back with the teens, they keep returning to Moz, and she keeps getting more and more hyped and becomes more and more of a party. It's gone way beyond the five of them. Now it's basically everyone in town. It's become known as the local spot. Um, that's when I started to feel like a little bit of disbelief that no one has mentioned it, and it's not known to any of the other adults in town, but right. well, fine. I, How I remote is that. her house? I mean, it's remote, but it's still... Like in this town, right? And Maybe like I twenty can... minutes off, like a rural road. They try to do a toast for her, and she says, "No, no, I don't drink. Last time I drank, it wasn't a good idea." But they're like, "Mom, mom, mom." She's like, "Okay, fine." Even her look has transitioned. Now she's wearing like a Samuel L. Jackson Kangol style hat and more yes. sleek clothes, more tightly fitted, um, youthful attire. Like she's. All in. This is like her full on social life. She doesn't have adult friends of her own. And, Who wants them? Who needs them? I mean, I got it. I understood. Uh, and she does the toast with them, and now she's invited. She's part of the party, not just upstairs letting them do their thing. And she is wow. into it. So she's just going hard yeah. with a bunch of 17 year olds. <laughs> yep. Hard. And she's like, Meant to be what in her mid thirties or something for forty. Well, the same as her parents, so yeah, elite forty plus. Yeah, forty plus, right? Okay, but she's got a kangle, so <laughs> that forgives a lot. It's automatic cool, as we've seen from Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. um, during the day, she follows Mercedes by car in a stalking manner, um, taking note of her routine, which involves a morning run. Wow. Interesting. What I wonder why she's locked in on Mercedes. Oh, you'll 
You'll get to know. Oh, good. Later, Haley compliments Maggie's earrings, and she says that her mom, Juliette Lewis, gave them to her from, that she had received them from the dad, but now she's passed them on to Maggie, and they're special to her, which I thought was kind of weird. That's, like, not that good of a legacy. Anyway, they are nice (laughs) earrings, and Ma overhears. The parties keep getting huger and huger, and there's another female there. And his name I don't know, but she, like, fake passes out. That's her move. And Haley explains it to Maggie. She's like, yeah, she's the daughter of a pastor, so she likes to just come to the things so she can be there. But then she fakes being asleep, so if anything happens, she can deny it all. That's a, that's a crazy move. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but it's that's also kind of genius. That's crazy. I would not let her come to my party. No, and they're I talking over it, her, and she can hear because she is awake. So it would be it, one thing it if it was rude. a move. It was, it was very. It would rude. be one thing if it was a move that people hadn't realized that if you were just like that girl passes out every at every party, then you'd be like, well, whatever, she goes hard, you know. But that they all know that that's her move <laughs> and that the, what her motivation behind it is is, a, is a, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? She's listening. That's not and, cool. It's a party. Not it's drinking. A, it's a give and a take. You can't just take from the party. You have to give to the party. That's yeah. it's selfish and it's rude. As someone who used to throw sponsored parties, Jeremy Knight has an opinion on this. I Beer do. Companies used to call you, say, "Sir, I heard you're having a party," and I and I'd say yes. And you'd say, "Come on." Depends in. on who's calling. Oh my God, I'm Ma. Exactly, <laughs> you're Ma. First you were Chaz, but now I'm now Ma. you're Ma. Woo. Think about it. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a big step up. That means you gave yourself suggestions for your basement decor, and then you took your own suggestions. That's her thing. But so later, she is awake and standing in line for the bathroom. Haley and Maggie are there, and the pastor girl says, I think someone's in there humping. And Haley says, well, I have to pee really bad. Let's go upstairs. And Maggie says, no, we're not allowed. She's like, I have to go so bad. It's just a quick bathroom break. It's not a big deal. So they go up, and while Haley's in the bathroom and Maggie's standing guard, she overhears Ma yelling at someone in the upper level, second level, about how you shouldn't have done that, and we see Ma holding a vial of something, a medical vial. And we hear a different voice yell, you shouldn't have done that, or we hear no, Ma, Ma yelling? Ma okay. yelling all that. She's holding a vial, not a syringe. Well, both, I guess. But we don't see the syringe part yet. Did she ever say her real name? Yeah. Okay. Sue Ann. Like, she's, Sue Ann. She's not hiding who she is. Okay. Uh, she catches a, a them. Mysterious, a mysterious vial. Yeah. But she catches them in the bathroom and goes mental. And she's like, I told you you're never allowed to be up here. And she's a little bit frightening. And the key five take off. And like, oh, Ma's like a little bit weird. That was, that was like really extra. And they also tease Andy about <laughs> Ma lusting for him, even though we all know. And Maggie knows that he's into her. Maggie continues lying to Juliet Lewis about the extent of her hangs, and Juliet is just happy that she's making friends in this new home. So, but can't I just have one question about Ma's abode? Yep. When they do go upstairs, what's the main floor like? Normal. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I expected <laughs> like hoarder type situation, or no? Or, she yeah, has some like some weapons. weird shit. She has yeah, some, like, something. lame, like, figurines. 
but so it's not like 40. mundane. Yeah, it's like like mom decor. Yeah, and nothing. Yeah. Well, okay. Fuck. I guess there's a reason you didn't mention it. Yeah, it's not really of note, except for the figurines. Didn't it feel like they were building up to something weird being up there? Okay, please continue. Um, Other yeah. than vials. You're, you're right. The, the whole never go upstairs. Like yeah. Once you, put that, once you put that in there, yeah. I'm never go upstairs. Just... I have doilies that are heirlooms. Stay That's patient. Mom Stay patient. Right. Um, Maggie also realizes that she lost those earrings and figures she must have partied too hard, but it seems like maybe she was drugged. It's unclear, and Andy teases her about it. He's like, yeah, you flashed Chaz. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And then he says, I'm just messing with you. It was totally fine. And they kiss, and now they're together. Smooth. But now you're Sub moves, Andy. Yeah, you flashed but... Chaz. Just kidding. Flash me now. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's, it's a great. It's a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're reluctant to go back to Maz after the yelling, but she texts and calls all of them maniacally, repetitively. It's crazy. It's like the voraciousness of how often she texts them. And finally, she begs them to come and meet her at the Rock Quarry, and they do. I don't know why, but they do. And she apologizes and says, I have cancer and the medication. <laughs> oh. Um, makes me a little bit wacky i'm really sorry please forgive me please come back maggie doesn't believe it she thinks it sounds crazy but andy says my mom had cancer before she died that's what she died from and she similarly experienced that like her medication didn't agree with her so you know let's give her the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna go ahead and say she doesn't have cancer (laughs) no she definitely does not all right um Okay. Okay. And okay. Okay. Ma. <laughs> okay. Ma. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna sympathize with her here. I'd like maybe she does have cancer. Well, she doesn't. Um. So <laughs> now it's become. It's like... I tried to take a different angle. It really didn't work. <laughs> no. uh, it lasted a very short period of time. <laughs> Juliet goes on her croupier seminar for the weekend, and she's like, "Don't let anyone." You know, just, like, be responsible this weekend. But she ends up going to a birthday party at Ma's. Some of this might is probably out of order. It's just a long list of different times they go there and the escalation and the popularity of it building. Mm-hmm. I'm Later, happy for Juliette Lewis that she's going to be a croupier. Yeah. Yeah, me too. She, well, when she comes back from it, just to jump ahead, she says that she was told her dealer skills were really strong. And then she'll be able to be at the tables, yeah, in a couple of months. She goes with her friend Stu, her coworker Stu. Oh, do they have a thing? No, but they have a friendship, and it seems pure. If his name was Chaz, they'd have a thing. (laughs) But Stu's never get the girl. Only Chaz's. (laughs) Um, Which one are you, guys? (laughs) Are you a Stu? Are you going to be a Stu, or are you going to fucking step up and be Chaz? Uh, meanwhile, Ben stops by the vet place and acts like he's surprised to see Octavia there. And he says, oh, my regular vet just retired or just moved and I'm looking for a new one. Do you think you can accommodate my pet? And, oh, I can't believe it's you, Sue Ann. It's been so long. So nice to see you. We should catch up. And that made me 
surprised because they live in this small town and have never left. And she's like, yeah, it's been, what, like 20 years? I'm like, you've really never run into each other in 20 years, but okay. Yeah. Seems like she spends a lot of time in her um, secret abode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Evidently. Uh, what What motive? Yeah, wow. So he's... That's quite a reach. He's He's really reaching out here, like... But he purposely went there. Yeah, so in the yeah, next scene with them, when they're meeting for those drinks, and she's really dolled up, and she's excited for it, he has done an about face and lashes out at her and says, you know, I outfit all of my fleet of security vehicles with trackers. That's part of my security business, including my son's vehicle. And can you explain why he's been at your house all of these times? Hmm. And she denies it at first, but, you know, it's hard evidence. And he just says, stay away from my son. Like, why are you hanging out with teens? What the hell? What is her excuse that she gives? Or does she just deny? She just says, she just I don't know what you're talking about? Yeah. Good. Good answer. Good answer, Ma. <laughs> during this time, during the drinks, Maggie and Haley conclude that Ma is stealing jewelry from them because at the birthday party that they had gone to in one of the previous sequences, and the birthday girl had received this uh, particular bracelet, they later see Ma wearing it. And it's just too unique for it to be a coincidence. And so, but are they like, all passing out there on a regular basis? We don't see mm-hmm. how she gets the, the bracelet. Did I say necklace? Bracelet. Um, but somehow she's gotten it. And Maggie says, you know, come to think of it, I lost my earrings there. Do you think maybe she's just doing that? And so they break in to search the house. This is when she's at drinks with the dad. Oh. And... Back to your question of what was upstairs, we learn now that wheelchair girl from the opening sequence, Jeannie, is her daughter and lives upstairs, and that's what she didn't want them to find for some reason. Oh, my. Uh, Okay. So, oh. Okay. Wow. (laughs) I did not expect that. Yeah, and so they run into her and they're like... Even though you made a real point of talking about the, the girl in the wheelchair... Yeah, yeah what you to, didn't do was the classic Sam that. move of say, don't worry, this person is never in the movie again. <laughs> <laughs> you should really listen out for those because you do say that a lot, but you didn't say it this I time. I didn't. It's true. It's true. Because she is in the movie again, you see. <sighs> right. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> what a, a raconteur you are. <laughs> raconteurs? What a raconteurs. Racon Jane. Um... Racon two. <laughs> And so uh, okay. wheelchair girl so, Jeannie, she can kind of walk, and Maggie says, what are you doing here, Jeannie? I thought you needed to be in your wheelchair. And she says, oh, I do most of the time. Um, I'm too sick to go back to school, so my mom says I have to be homeschooled, and I'm just too delicate and too frail to go to school. But, like, she's not, and there's something weird about it. Does Haley know her, or is this a meeting? Does Does Haley know Jeannie? Um, it's unclear, but they're not friends. They may okay. have an awareness of each other. Okay. I just didn't know how, how hidden away this girl was. Like, she had been to their school before. Right. Like, well, leading guess... up to the wheelchair day. That means Jeannie has also been up there listening to the partying happening all the time and yeah. just, like, living with it. Yeah, she says that. She's like, I hear you guys hanging out. Well, fucking Did she come seem down. sad? <laughs> yeah, she seems weird and sad. They're fucking all crushing right. brewskis downstairs. She should come down. Yeah, join in. But she's not allowed to because it's Ma's time and Ma's hangs and Ma's friends. That is uh, not cool. I think she needs to, you know, grab one of those kangles and make <laughs> her way down the steps however she can. 
you know, one step at a time, be careful, safety first, but then go hang and don't pretend to pass out. <laughs> well, she don't do that. But they do find upstairs while they're looking for the jewelry clippings from Ma's yearbook where she's taken out the parent aged pictures and glued the kids. So it's like a one weird poster. So on the front side, it's Juliette Lewis and the back side, it's Maggie, etc. All right. It is made sure. like this I see where she's weird going with shrine. This. Pairing the adults that she went to school with, with the children. Yeah. With their respective children. Yeah. And this would be Juliet Lewis and Maggie, uh, Bard the Bowman and his son, Andy. Yeah. Yep. Any and, other parent figures? Um, well, Mercedes. She doesn't have a kid, but Mercedes is featured. Right. Because it's not just that she's made the pairings. It's other weird. Just like a shrine of teendom. Oh, so she has like a crazy wall. Yeah. Oh, I love a crazy wall. <laughs> and she loves teen stuff. She loves the teen world. Yeah. Because this she must, had a bad must have been teen eating life. this shit up, Sam. Yeah, really, Sam, I'm worried. I, it resonated. I'm, I'm, see, I'm seeing a potential future for you, and I'm concerned. <laughs> um, yeah, who's Ma I, now? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> I related in a way that made me feel <laughs> concerned, self-concerned and alarm. Mm-hmm. And, but then I was like, well, but it never been kissed. It was playful. It can be done. This Beautiful. is true. I feel like you're shook, Sam. I, I feel was. like I was uh, rattled. You're rattled. And, uh, but you know, like you said, maybe it can be executed deft, deftly. It can. Billy Mousen. It's the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> That's true. And Even, if there's if there's anything that any adjective that we would choose to describe Billy Madison, it would be deft. <laughs> yeah, it's subtle. It's yeah. deft. It's nuanced. Very deft. Nuanced. Yeah, but I, I can't pretend that I didn't relate to Ma in this film. Because I would be a lie to myself and to you. Yeah, yeah. Um and that's that's fair. And you're you you're just want to rock and roll all night and party every day. <laughs> yeah. And be up on all the hot goss. I do. I do want all the hot goss. Yeah. <sighs> it's a real problem. So, do you own a Kangol? <laughs> no, I don't. Should I get one? Yes. yes. You should definitely get one. <laughs> you live in L.A. for fuck's yeah. sake. I was gonna, it was... Don't they give you one when you register there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the DMV. Here's your yeah. license and your new hat. <laughs> you just get, like, to just randomly pick a color and, and fabric, and then that's your, that's your Kangol. <laughs> Yeah. You have to wear it in your license photo, too. (laughs) You get a Kangol hat and an acai bowl when you get off the airport. Yeah. It's it's the greatest place on earth. You live in the greatest place on earth. I know. It's the best. Yeah. In any case, Ma comes home rattled after her aborted drinks with Ben, and they're still there. Haley and Maggie are still there, but Jeannie helps them flee. She's like, I won't tell. I won't tell her that you were here, but you better go now because she's going to go mental. And back to your earlier questions about the decor, she does notice that some of her cat figurines were moved. Ever so slightly. Ah, cat figurines. Okay. She tracks that. Yeah. Maggie begs Andy to never go back there again. He agrees. Haley records a video about how much of a loser Ma is and that they no longer are going to hang out there. And she disseminates the video to everyone and accidentally includes Ma, who watches it again and again and becomes unhinged and enraged. This is where the major is happening, I assume. It's been pretty major the whole time. Even her party hangs are major. Really? 
Yeah, she was just What's going for it. Yeah, I was saw she, her in the robot like, in the trailer. Yeah, was all she like that. funneling brews and shit? Funneling, shots, dancing, grinding with the teens, just having a grand old time. That's Fantastic. great. And they yeah, were it's... into it, too. They were receptive. Well, you know, I feel like she probably knows on some level that this isn't going to last forever, so she's got to make it count, you know? <laughs> well, they're going to graduate at some point. Exactly. And, you know, there there was a certain amount of luck leading to this series of events. Yes. She didn't see it. Like she... She's just taking advantage of what right. came to her. Exactly. Really, though? Or has she got a plot in mind? Well, now she does, but I don't think she met them in the outset on purpose. No? Okay. I was no, wondering. No. no, no. That okay, would have been so some serious mastermind. mastermind. No. Moral <laughs> mastermind. Get it? I wish. I get it, and I wish that were true. But sadly, um, it is not. Sadly, no. Okay, and like, what, um, what does she text the kids? Like, what you were saying how she like aggressively texts them all and stuff. What would a typical ma text say? Well, at first it was just like, hey, come on over tonight. And then when they wouldn't respond, she'd be like, are you guys mad at me? I'm so sorry. Come on. Like, I'll get you whatever you want. It would just escalate. And then she actually, I forgot, she showed up at school one day and she's like, come on, tonight you can come and hang. And Chaz is like, I've got a, I've got sports practice. One of them has a test and, you know, they all have an excuse and she gets really riled up. She's like, fine, I guess I'll just like hang out by myself. Okay. I I feel like, okay, so did this, did she enter the school? No, in the parking lot. Parking lot. (sighs) I feel like, you know, we said earlier that this wouldn't have been possible if it was a man. But at that point when she shows up to school, I feel like people would have started to take notice. Like officials aren't schools under mad lockdown these days you can't just show up in a parking lot like as a a crazy adult and leave a box of booze by the back wheel and as your token yeah leave a box of booze (laughs) and have like a yeah i don't know like a crazed look on your face yeah that's it's pushing it definitely and it's a small town like fuck man it's probably only the one school i don't know how she didn't get caught out she's playing with fire yeah Later, she meets Juliette Lewis at the groomer, the vet, because Juliette Lewis brings in her dog, Louie, and they befriend each other. And later, Maggie comes home and finds Ma over, and Juliette Lewis says, you wouldn't believe it. We actually went to high school together. Isn't it a small world? And Ma is, like, staring at Maggie and pretending like it's the first time they're meeting, kind of taunting her into admitting that they know each other. Small world. Haven't seen her in 20 years. Yeah. Well, at least she hadn't been living there. Oh, that's fair. Okay, good point. Continuity. Yeah. Then we get another blip of the flashback, and we see Ma being coached by young Mercedes on how to pleasure a young man and putting on her lipstick, and a young Ben saying, I'll see you at the quarry later, and her interest in Ben and hope that he will reciprocate, and Mercedes encouraging it. Oh, my. Um... By the way, Samantha, I think your hip-hop name should be Young Mercedes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Y-U-N-G. <laughs> yeah, correct. Young Mercedes. Uh, I could, could work with that. Please continue. While she's thinking about these flashback sequences, Ma becomes more and more unhinged, and as she's following adult Mercedes on her morning run, she flagrantly and without a care in the world in the middle of broad daylight rams her to death on the road. Oh. Oh. 
That's a choice. She just runs down Mercedes. Yep. And then she just drives off. Yeah, back at work. I don't think Mercedes' death is ever addressed. Ah, excellent. Yeah. No consequences then. No. They never interacted, Mercedes and... Um, not in adult form, no. Not in adult form. So we don't really know what... Why Ma, we don't know that Ma didn't like her. Like we don't know what her issue with Mercedes was. Not yet. We we know she has an interest in Ben, yeah. romantically. So would see her as a uh, rival, but that's it. For now, yeah. Okay, for now. Okay. Uh, Janny continues to rail on her, but when Janny isn't looking, she steals more meds from the vet pantry. So that's where she's getting all these mystery vials. Later, Maggie finds her dog Louis injured. And bleeding in the backyard, ostensibly because of a crime committed by Ma, but we don't see it. And Juliet says, well, why don't I call my new friend Sue Ann, a.k.a. Ma? She works at a vet. Maybe she can help us. And finally, Maggie is forced to confess what's been going on. Juliet goes mental, and she says, you've been hanging out at a strange adult woman's home? Like, what planet are you on? What are you thinking? I forbid you from ever going back there again. Later, Juliet bumps into Ma at a convenience store and tells her the same, stay away from my kids, but Ma is, like, completely mental. She doesn't yell back. She's just, like, like, loony. She's not saying anything that makes sense. And Juliet Lewis, like, there's not even any point in arguing with you. Like, you're not there. You're not all there. Yeah, okay. Doesn't that make Juliet Lewis more concerned? Like... She's like, yeah, oh she's, man, this is even worse than I thought. This woman's incoherent. Yes, but I think she doesn't think she's a threat. She just thinks Maggie's not going there anymore. I see. Right. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, so at another party, some, they still keep going there from time to time. Not Maggie, what? but the others. And Haley? She, yeah. <laughs> even after that diss video? Yeah. Did they patch that up? No, she's just a loose cannon. Also, maybe she just loves partying. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Because it's kind of out of their control. Because the other kids <laughs> want to party there. And so if they want to go to those parties, they have to go back. Yeah. So yeah. we... I mean, you got to go to the club because the club is where the party's happening. Yep. Yeah. So, I, you know, you could ask Ma if she likes to party or does she party? And I think the answer would be yes in both cases. You, At this yeah. point, you... yes. Uh, she has taken the tracker from Andy's car and taken it to her home, which lures Ben to come by. Oh, oh that's a smart move. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, that. At this point, she drugs him with the animal sedatives, and when he wakes How? up... How does she get it into him? Tea? The syringe. She just needles she, him? She like, yep. walks up behind him and syringes him? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, she does like to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a, so she's done this before. I mean, well, she works around animals. Well, and what we have to uh, infer groomer. from this you is know. that she's been drugging the daughter, Jeannie. Yeah. That's how oh. she's getting the jewelry. Wait, why well, is she drugging her daughter? She's drugging everybody. She's why is she drugging your daughter? Come on. I'll just jump ahead, but um, what we realize later is that she has... And they don't identify it by name, but it's basically like the Munchausen by proxy thing where you make uh-huh. the kid sick. And convince them that yep. they are infirmed. Oh. 
so hot right now with that uh, whole Arquette show and whatnot. Yeah. So she's basically doing that, even though they don't use that term. But that is what ha- right. what's happening, and that's why she's a pro with the medications. Okay. There you go. When so uh, he, Ben wakes. He wakes up. He's chained to her bed, and she has rigged up a blood oh. transfusion into him. And we can see on the blood bag that it is labeled Louie, which is the dog's name, Maggie's dog. And she's transfusing dog's blood into him. And she wow. says, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa, sorry, please. I don't want to interrupt you. She says what? She says, I understand what? what you did to me. It's because you were a dog and I'm going to make you into a dog. And then finally we get the like, last bit of the flashbacks. We get the full picture and we see Mercedes getting her all ready to go for this romantic interlude. And even though he said, I'll see you at the quarry, it actually takes place in the school closet and we don't see the act, but we can tell that she has orally pleasured a young man in the closet. And when she comes out of the closet, the whole school, including Mercedes, is crowded around waiting to laugh at her, including Ben, who she thinks was the recipient of her ministrations. Whoa. And then some other guy comes out of the closet who isn't Ben, and she didn't know who that was. And they're like, how was? And he's like, it was great. And they all laugh at her because they've tricked her into blowing the wrong guy. And led by Mercedes and Ben and uh, young Juliette Lewis was complacent and didn't do anything to help. Oh, my God. There's a lot happening there. <laughs> um, and we don't – but we don't know who the guy – who the blowy was. We don't know who that guy was. No, he's not like an adult present day or anything. Okay. So and he just – you know, like a, a good bro who wants to get in on a fun gag. Yeah, but what I felt yeah. very curious about, and, you know, you've got the male perspective, so you tell me. Obviously, I understand why it's embarrassing to a young ma. That's horrible. Like, that's a violation. Yes. But put that aside. The guy who had to trick okay. her into doing it, how was he treated like the king of the castle? He had to trick someone into doing it. It's, uh... It's not cool. That's not cool. But wouldn't he it, be considered also a loser for having to be a tricker? No, I don't think he in this sort of... I mean, it sounds like the most horrifying macho kind of thing that you could, like, prank that you could pull. So if you're going for macho, yeah. I guess getting a blowy is macho. Yeah. But having to trick yeah. someone to doing it to you is not macho. I guess it's just not my cup of tea. I don't get the gag. Whereas it's not my, your it's cup, my of cup of tea and Jeremy's cup of tea for sure. So that's where we differ. Yeah. Why? Okay. And that happened in a school? In the school. The so but the there's school, like a lot of like, the yeah, there's a lot of mixed signals because she says, I didn't, I don't drink anymore because something bad happened. So I thought it was going to be in an evening setting at the rock quarry, but it's not. It's at the school. So I guess she's just been, she had a, poor teenhood and was traumatized and uh, never recovered from that shameful incident. Okay. She's going to take everybody down with her. She's going to transfer dog's blood <laughs> into this guy. That, yeah. We need that's, to come back to that. That is some wild shit. I've never heard of anything like that in a movie. I love it. Yeah, she does that, but it's long. It's not long for this world because immediately after we get that final context, she slits his wrist 
while she's transfusing him and watches him slowly bleed to death. Well, that's not an efficient transfusion at all. No, what a waste of dog's blood. <laughs> Why bother in, with in the one ear and out the other? Oh, that sucks. I really wanted to know what happens. I didn't know if even would that kill you if you had your blood replaced with dog's blood. I was wondering. I'm like, what is he gonna have? Yeah, is it gonna like not take, and he's gonna get some sort of blood infection? Blood poisoning? Yeah. Yeah. Did did the wrist slitting happen? Maybe out of. Do you think that was premeditated, or did he say something to rile her, and then she was like, change of plans? No, it wasn't. It didn't no. seem like that. That would have made sense. Like, or maybe he was getting out of the ties? No. Yeah. Like, there's no urgency for her to change mm. tack. Maybe she just didn't want to waste the, a whole bag of good dog's blood, you know? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. As that's happening, Jeannie is there. She doesn't see this, but she's there at home, and she says... I can hear all your parties. Like, can't I come and hang out? And I'd really like to go back to school. I'm feeling good. I think I could go back or at least maybe half days. I'm, I want to get back into the swing of things and see people. She says, no, you're too sick. So this is when we see the full Munchausening. Mm-hmm. The next day, it's Chaz's birthday party. Um, but Maggie won't go. She's grounded, and Juliet says, we're going to just run errands all day tomorrow. Like, you're basically, like, going to be by my side. And that's that. What kind of party is Chaz having? It's a full Ma birthday party. Oh, it's at the uh, it's a Ma jam, of yeah. course. What and, else would it be? Yeah, Ma FaceTimes Maggie wearing her earrings and partying with the crew and being like weirdly salacious with the drunken Andy. And it seems like it's going to be a little bit dangerous and Maggie doesn't want to go, but she thinks she needs to step in. The same cop comes by to Ma's because he's heard reports about the parties and there's garbage all over the lawn. She yeah. denies everything, um, but he hears a noise and then he's about to go in and then Jeannie wheels over and says, oh, sorry, officer, I just knocked something over. So she covers for him and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry for disturbing you. Uh, I'll be on my way. But then he, he hears another noise, but he can see both women in front of him. So he knows it's something even more and he says i'm gonna have to go check it out and uh in that lull period ma has gotten her gun and blasts him to death and forces genie to drag him inside blaming genie like look what you made me do you, you made me have to kill that guy you had you made me have to kill that cop so maggie like i said uh feels like there's a menace afoot so she steals julia lewis's car and goes over she sneaks in and finds Ben's dead body, turns around, and Ma knocks her out, also with a vial. She wakes up, and Ma's kicked everyone out except for the main five plus the pastor's daughter, who, like, escaped her attention. And they're all... Like, they didn't, like, she didn't notice her? I guess, yeah. <laughs> she didn't, is she still pass, doing her fake pass out? That's what she was doing, but now they're all drugged and tied up. Um... Maggie wakes I up. That, I hope she gets it. I hope she dies. Is that cool to say? I don't even remember well, what happens. Well, you've done said it now. She doesn't die, but I don't even remember what happens to her after this part. Okay, She's just so kind of there six, silently. Okay, so the six of them, Maggie, Haley, Andy, Chaz, Daryl, <laughs> and, and fake pass out girl. Yeah, wow, you're really paying attention. Yes, they're all there. Uh, and Maggie's awake, the others are not yet, and she watches as Ma exacts her various revenge on all of them, uh, in sequence. So she takes off Chaz's shirt and puts an iron, hot iron on his stomach, 
Oof. searing Ugh. it into him to mar Oof. his beauty. Oh, okay. She's so this good. This shit her. is getting <laughs> twisted. She's great with torture. She's very poetic. Yeah, this one, this one's funny. This is why I mentioned that Daryl was black. She paints his face in white paint and says, oh "Sorry, Daryl, there can only be one of us." Jesus. <laughs> I'd much rather have that than the iron. I'd be like, okay, yeah, no seriously, I'll Paint go away. wash my face. Yeah. <laughs> Paint away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Girl fakes asleep. Then Ma sews Haley's mouth shut with wow. needle and thread. Because Haley it fucking was gross. blabs. Yeah. She's a blabber. Yep. Okay. With a, with a needle and thread, basically? Yeah, it's like, like a like sewing kit. I had to hold my hands up to my eyes. It was really gross. Uh, okay. Um, Next. Andy wakes up and he tries to convince Ma because, as discussed, she's always had like a bit of a thing for him due to her proxy affection for Ben, the dad. Mm-hmm. So she frees him from the ropes and he tries to lure her into submission by Frenching her, but she isn't fooled and mid-kiss, she stabs him in the gut. Oh, all right, and Maggie is like watching this out of the corner of her closed eyes. No, she's awake. She's openly awake. Pastor girl okay. is asleep. Then okay. they all have come to and like seen what has happened to them. Ma assembles them all on the couch for a group photo. So Daryl, Haley, Chaz, Andy, and Ma on the couch. Wait. Well, um, so Andy's just bleeding out from his yeah. gut, but not <laughs> yeah. dead. Not and dead. What ha- What did she do to Maggie? She didn't do anything to Maggie yet. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Yet. Yet. Um, And Maggie's like, you want to take a group photo? She's like, no, you're not in the photo. You're going to take the photo. As in, your mother was an observer who didn't help. Now you're going to be the observer. That's what I read into it. That's poetic. I'd be, like, so happy. I'd be like, thanks. Like, I'm so, this is great. Like, (laughs) this is so much better than having my mouth sewn shut. (laughs) Or being stabbed or ironed. Or being stabbed, yeah. I'll be the observer. Cool, cool. Ooh, I'll oh, take the photo. Oh, no. Oh, it's so hard. I'll take, here, I'll take a few. Do you, do you like this one? Did I do a good job? <laughs> Have a okay, horizontal. What do you, filters? I don't know. What You tell me when we're done. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Juliet wakes up. It's the next morning. Realizes that Maggie is gone, and so is the car. We also see a quick cutaway to a murdered Allison Janney, who has been left dead in a dog crate at the vet clinic. Oh, Jesus. my God. Why? <laughs> Just she was a because, because Mon wants to party. Maybe she got caught stealing Louis's blood and Maybe. had to murder her. I need it for a transfusion. I need this dog's blood. <laughs> this particular dog. So you're going to shut your trap, Janny, by me murdering you. Wow. Kills the boss. Yeah. All right. So we, yeah. Juliet gets her casino friend, Stu, to come and pick her up, and they hightail it over to Ma's. Meanwhile, back at Ma's, Ma is stringing Maggie up to be hung so that's what she's getting Mm. and Mm. she's dangling by the rope and it's not looking great but then genie comes down and hacks the rope saving her but in doing so she knocks over a candle or something and a fire breaks out in the basement Ah. and what does she hack the rope with uh like it wasn't like a major thing it was easy to unspool all right and uh then her and Ma are facing off, I assume. Yeah, Ma's there. Ma's pissed. And she's also put, like, a rod through the bunker door so they can't leave from the basement. So they're now stuck in this fire. 
Ma did that from the outside? Ma did that earlier, yeah. She did that earlier. So, but, okay. Yep. But Juliet and Stu arrive, and they're able to access the bunker, but the fire is escalating. Ma's holding Jeannie back as if she wants to punish her by, like, forcing her into the fire. And she's also taunting Maggie how you're weak like your mother. You just stand by and let things happen, just like you're standing by and you're going to let me murder Jeannie, my own daughter, for some reason. And meanwhile, the others are being slowly, one by one, rescued by Stu. But then Maggie... What, what an amazing, like, what a crazy way to turn it. Like, you never do anything. You just stand by and watch. Watch this. You won't even <laughs> stop me from murdering my own daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. Mom's and, great. <laughs> like, you're great. doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah, Ma's major. Um, But then Maggie does rush on Ma, and she's gotten the knife that Andy was stabbed with and stabs Ma and says, I'm not just like my mother. Like, watch this. Um, But now she's barely able to make it out, but Juliet does pull Jeannie and Maggie both to safety. Ma realizes her fate, and she slowly but contentedly goes back upstairs and lays down next to Ben's corpse, Awaiting death. The end. Um, we've said it already, but it's, I'm still, it's still sinking in. She blew her life up so hard with so much commitment. Yeah. yeah I'm like, kind of impressed. She's just like, I found my thing. I, I see an advantage in front of me, and I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to harness this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ride this wave. And it's going to be the end of me very soon. And then it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But she got to live in those final days, and she made a commitment to that. To living. Yes, and you finally broke out from a very boring and sublimated life. Yeah. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> Hello. Yo, what's up? None V. Just watching the game, having a bud. What's up with you? Nothing. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie. Yo. What's up? What's up? Hold on. Hello? So what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. 